Hey, welcome to Let's Talk Forex with Alison and Chris. I'm Chris. And I'm Alison, and we're from FX Scouts. We review Forex brokers, and our main goal is to help beginners start their trading careers. And in the Let's Talk Forex podcast, uh, we're going to discuss all aspects of Forex trading, including how to choose a Forex broker, how the Forex markets work, and how to reduce your risk when trading so you don't lose all your money. Hi, Alison. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm doing very well. How's it going your side? Yeah, fine, thanks. Fine. Good. What are we talking about today? Well, as we spoke about in the last few episodes, um, we know that forex trading is very risky. And uh, 60 to, I think about 90% of traders lose money, depending on their forex broker, um, which is why we spoke about how important it is to find a good forex broker. Um, but mm-hmm. but on that note, most traders lose money also because they haven't created a good risk management strategy. Um, and this will, obviously, if you've got a good risk management strategy, it'll keep losses to a minimum. Uh, on that note, mm-hmm. how would you go about creating a risk management strategy? Like, what, what do you do to reduce your losses when you're trading? Yeah, no, it's a really, it's probably the, the most important question um, to ask in forex trading. I mean, before we talk, about risk management in general, I want to mention, touch on something that we mentioned last episode, which is if you want to reduce your risk to absolute zero, which you should, if you're a beginner, if you're just starting out, is use a demo account. A demo account, demo account, demo account. This is the most important tool uh, in risk management for a beginner trader. You're never going to lose any money with a demo account and you're going to, you can practice a lot of what we're going to talk about in this episode and what we've talked about in the previous episodes um, with a demo account. So. You can test the trader's platform. You can experience real market movements. You'll get a sense of trading psychology and how it's going to affect your trading. But yeah, let's let's move on from there and talk about um, risk management in real forex trading. So once you put your money into the markets, as it were, and the first port of call when talking about risk management is we have to talk about leverage. Leverage is um, it's a term for the money that you borrow from your broker to finance a trade. You see, forex market. Uh, the moves in the forex market are tiny. They're really, really small. And if you were just putting a few hundred dollars without borrowing any money into the forex market, you wouldn't make a very big profit. Uh, so brokers will offer something called leverage. Some of the, some good brokers actually who uh, who we worked with, um, especially in South Africa, one that pops to mind is is a broker called Quesi Trade. Actually, limits beginner brokers, beginner traders to uh, 101 to leverage until they've learned, until they've got some more experience under their belt. But a lot of brokers will let you jump straight in with 1,000 to 1 leverage or 2,000 to 1 leverage. But let me just rewind a bit. I mean, what, what we're saying when we say 1,000 to 1 leverage, 2,000 to 1 leverage, we're saying that for every dollar you put into your trade, the broker is going to give you $2,000. They're going to lend you $2,000 for every dollar that you put in with 2,000 to 1 leverage. In the scheme of things, you're borrowing huge amounts of money here. And then so it can get quite dangerous. It can get quite dangerous, especially if you've got a if you've got a small amount, because what what leverage does is it multiplies the effect of your trade. Uh, so it's always best for beginners to start low, because if you turn a profit with two thousand one leverage, you know you're going to make you're going to make a lot of money. But most beginners aren't going to turn a profit, um, or they're not going to turn a profit every time. They're not going to turn a profit frequently. 
And if you make a loss with 2001 leverage, your losses are magnified by 2000 times and you can very quickly lose your money. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. So if you lose your money, will you end up owing the broker money? Yeah, you, you can in some cases. You can in some cases. And we'll, we'll get to that a little later of how brokers um, manage, help you manage your risk. It's also worth pointing out here that not all brokers are going to offer you really high leverage. A lot of brokers, more responsible brokers, will limit leverage to 200 to 1, 400 to 1. And in countries like the United Kingdom and Australia and all, all across Europe, uh, the regulators enforce leverage restrictions and they enforce it really low levels. Well, what is considered really low levels by many in many forex traders, uh, there's a, a, the leverage limit for forex trading is 30 to 1, which which leaves a lot of uh, traders feeling cold. But actually for beginners is, is I think, a really good protection device. Uh, so they so they don't lose too much money if, if they do make losses. The other flip side of leverage, important to talk about, is margin. They're very closely related. Your margin is, so the leverage is the money you borrow from a broker. The margin is how much is your deposit in order to receive that leverage. It's basically how much money you are required to put down as part of your trading position in order to receive the leverage. So, and this is this is just usually expressed, expressed as a percentage. So if you're, let's say you've got leverage of 20 to one, uh, your margin is gonna be 5%. And, you know, five times 20 is 100. So that's how it works. So if you've got leverage of 30 to one, then your leverage, then your margin is 3.3%. So the margin is amount required, deposit required by you to put down to open a trade. If you fall below that required margin level, then your broker will subject you to a margin call, uh, which is an important term to note, a margin call. This means that your broker is worried that you are, do not have enough money to, uh, to keep that trading position open. If you continue to fall below that required margin level, then your uh, trading position will be what they call stopped out, which is when a broker automatically closes your trading position because they've decided that you no longer have the margin required to keep that trading position open. You know, you and I always talk about how risky it is to trade with um, certain instruments, such as cryptocurrencies, for example, because of their volatility. And obviously, because, you know, uh, instruments that are more volatile that you're trading with with leverage will cause you to get stopped out or even sort of um, wipe out your accounts very quickly. Um, which, which instruments would you start trading on so that, you know, if you are trading with leverage, you're not going to lose all your money too quickly? Yeah, as you mentioned, like I mean, volatility is is the number one killer when it comes to leverage trading. The more the more stable ways uh, markets to trade are the major forex pairs. Um, so the major pairs are the most traded currency pairs in the world, and they generally involve the U.S. dollar. Uh, so these so the, the most traded single most traded currency pair in the world is the euro USD, and um, it's it's considered pretty stable. And there's not much volatility on a day-to-day -day basis. And you're not going to see the major shifts that you'll see, uh, as you mentioned, in, in cryptocurrency or other similar things. The other major currency pairs are the US, the US dollar and the Japanese yen, the Great British pound, the sterling, and uh, the US dollar, uh, US dollar and the Swiss franc, believe it or not, and um, the Australian dollar and the US dollar. Uh, these are all... These are all major currency pairs, and they're all they all behave um, they all behave in uh, in similar fashion. Uh, they're not gonna they're not gonna have uh, crazy moves, and um, 
then and even if you make losses or make profits they're not going to you're not going to make huge huge profits or huge losses as you may do with with cryptocurrencies there's a lot of other currency pairs out there i mean and um and things that move away from the us dollar but are still fairly stable currencies uh, we call uh, miners so let's say the euro great british pound is considered a minor pair but it's still very stable and then from there you get into something called the exotics which is generally the US dollar paired with an emerging market currency, such as uh, your own South African rand. Uh, US dollar South African rand is, is a very popular exotic currency pair. And these are less stable uh, just because emerging market currencies are less stable. I mean, they, they'll go up and down against, uh, against the dollar, depending on many factors. Great. Thanks, Chris. Um... So with that, so so you're basically saying that that dollar, uh, any uh, pair that you know has the dollar as part of that pair is is more stable and and almost more predictable. Something like the cryptos are are more volatile um, because they they don't quite have the stability of the you know the dollar based um, currency pairs. Um, so so basically, what you're saying is that you would stay away from something like the the cryptocurrencies in the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's an argument that you should stay away from cryptocurrency trading altogether um, because of the volatility. Uh, they're incredibly unpredictable. Um, as we've seen, you know, we're recording in, in May of 2022. And as we've seen the last few months, I mean, uh, Bitcoin, I think, is down by 40% over the year, you know, and, and, and uh, the other cryptocurrencies are following suit. The only thing that drives crypto prices is fear and greed. And while there is fear and greed do drive prices of major currency pairs, there's also huge economic support from them. Uh, the entire the US dollar has the backing of the entire United States economy. And that's a real concrete thing. Bitcoin has the backing of nothing like that. Bitcoin has the backing of a lot of people around the world who wants its price either to go up or to go down. And, and so as a result, it's purely dependent on the psychology of the people who own Bitcoin, the price. When, and and as we see, it's incredibly volatile. I mean, and as I said, I mentioned the Bitcoin price is down 40% this year, but even intraday tra- trading in Bitcoin, you can still see increases of anywhere from five to 10% in one day. And if you are leveraged, if you if you have a leveraged position open, uh, trading at, you know, even 20 or 30 to one, and you've made a trade that goes the wrong way, you're going to need a lot of money to prevent a margin call, to prevent being stopped out um, with something that volatile. Currency pairs, I mean, they fluctuate by tiny percentages, tiny, tiny percentages, Forex, you know, nothing, nothing on that scale. So, yeah, if you're a beginner, definitely stay away from crypto. Don't be tempted. And as I said, there's a good argument for to just stay away from crypto trading altogether. And as we were talking about earlier, um, uh, we were talking about that, you know, this volatility can obviously cause a margin call and eventually a stopping out, but also complete wiping out of your account. Um, and I mentioned about uh, going into a negative balance where if you've, um, you know, you've got leverage from the broker and you've got a thousand to one leverage and suddenly it, um, it goes in the opposite direction to where you think uh, you could go into a negative balance and eventually owe the broker money. Um, so is that something, you know, what is your take on, on, on uh, how to prevent that from happening, going into a negative balance? Yeah, the negative balance happens rarely, but it is possible. As you mentioned, it's especially possible in volatile markets with high amounts of leverage. Uh, most brokers will stop you out, um, will close your trading position before you hit a negative balance. But if you have, um, if you have a tra- if you have a lot highly leveraged trading position open and you don't have very much margin, 
you can end up in negative balance. And this is why a lot of the best brokers will offer something called negative balance protection, which is um, one of the ways that brokers help you manage your own risk. And it's, it's actually required by law in many, um, in many developed nations. Again, the UK, across Europe, in Australia, it's required by law for brokers to offer negative balance protection. And what this means is that you can never end up owing your broker money. Even if uh, even if you do get to the point where you lose so much money, it blows straight through uh, your stop out and margin call. It'll just close your accounts and bring you down to zero. And that's that's one way that brokers um, can actually offer you negative balance protection. Uh, so always check when you're looking at a, looking for a broker whether they offer negative balance protection. Ask customer service if it's not obvious on their website. Uh, most brokers do. Most good brokers do, but you'll be surprised. Some good brokers don't offer negative balance protection, or some will offer it on a case-by-case basis, which is actually quite a scary thing because then it means you have to go negotiate with your broker afterwards to see how much money you're going to owe them, which I don't think is anybody's idea of a good time. The other way that that brokers uh, can manage your risk at a more fundamental level is through segregated accounts, um, which we may have touched on um, in the regulation section. I can't remember the regulation episode. Uh, Segregated accounts means that when you send your money to uh, to a broker, it's kept in a bank account in your own name. It is not mixed with the broker's operational funds. So if a broker does go bankrupt, which has happened in the past, uh, if a broker goes bankrupt, all that goes down with them is their own operational funds. It means that your money that you've deposited with that broker is kept in a separate account and cannot be touched. And this is required by pretty much every regulator in the world uh, to have a segregated account. And it's the biggest danger of trading with an unregulated broker is that if, if that if that broker goes belly up, uh, you may lose all your money with it. Another thing in, that you see in a lot of developed countries that brokers have a compensation schemes. So if for whatever reason you incur losses as a fault of the broker, then you will, you'll be due for compensation. I think in Europe it's 25,000 euros. In the UK, I think it's much higher. I think it's 75, 50,000 or 75,000 pounds. I can't remember. And then of course, brokers do, you know, they do smaller things as well. I think, you know, you know you've, I think you've heard of the Arbor Protect, um, which is offered by Arbitrade. Uh, Arbor Protect is a cool little risk management tool, which uh, when you pay Arbitrade a little bit extra money, when you open a trade and for a set period of time, you can you won't lose any money on that trade. So if you make any losses, they won't, you won't incur them, but you still get to keep your profits. And I think uh, Easy Markets has another has a similar thing called deal cancellation. And different brokers will offer different similar tools to that. Um, and these these are great additions to to risk management and should be considered when you're thinking about long term risk management and even short term risk management. I mean, and coming to short term risk management, I mean the one of the most important when I, I tell people when they're trading the most important thing they they can do is use something called a stop loss. A stop loss order is is a great tool. Uh, so when you open a trade, you can specify how much you want that trade to lose before it closes out automatically. Um, you can do something similar with called the take profit, which operates the same way, but in reverse. So you say how much you want that trade to win for you before uh, before it closes out automatically. These don't sound like much maybe, but the great thing about the stop loss and the take profit is it removes the psychology out of trading. And this is a very important part of risk management is trading psychology. And stop loss and take profit, they prevent you from acting emotionally. They prevent you from trading emotionally. When you, when you trade, 
your emotions are mainly going to be fear and greed. Fear when you're losing, greed when you're winning. And these can be very dangerous emotions when you're trading. They cause you to act irrationally. And uh, and stop loss and take profit, remove them out of the equation. So they're, they're very rational, simple things you can do to prevent um, your irrational, emotional self from overriding your trading knowledge. And um, it's really important to think about these in context of an overall trading strategy. And we're going to talk more about uh, trading strategy next time. But it's um, this is the biggest thing you can do for risk management in Forex trading is before you start Forex trading, put into place a trading strategy that is going to negate any kind of negative psychological reaction you're going to have when you're trading. You want to you want to get rid of as much as possible of your fear and greed reactions. And you want to you want to have a trading strategy that's going to be based on rational thought. Um, and the building blocks of that are, um, are your stop loss and your take profit orders. That's great. Thanks so much, Chris. Um, I think I think our listeners will take a heck of a lot from this um, session. And I think um, uh, they'll also really enjoy sort of learning how to create a trading strategy, um, which is basically the fundamental of, you know, the fundamental building block of, of being able to trade is creating a trading strategy. So we look forward to seeing you or um, uh, talking to you all next time. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, so next time we're going to talk a little bit about um, fundamental analysis and technical analysis and how those fit in trading strategy and how they elevate Forex um, from gambling and into something more predictable and something where you can actually uh, start looking at how to make a consistent profit. And I think we'll leave it there. It's good speaking to you, Alison. We'll speak to you next time. Yeah. Thank you, Chris.